This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 865. Is there racism in the U.S.? Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, downloaded more than 50 million times. We believe in connection, not perfection, with your American hosts, Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, and Michelle Kaplan, the New York radio girl, coming to you from Boston and New York City, USA. And to get your transcripts delivered by email every week, go to allearsenglish.com forward slash subscribe. Today, we answer a great question from a listener about racism in the U.S., What should you do if someone makes a racist comment toward you while you're living here? Find out today. Hey, Jessica, how you feeling today? I am feeling so good. This is my favorite time of year. And James and I had like a whole Christmas weekend. We have a huge tree. um, And we like handmade all these presents this weekend. Whoa, that's so cool. Christmas time is a really magical time. I always spend some time with my family for my mom's 70th birthday this weekend. <gasps> nice. How was that? <laughs> it was so fun because my niece was there and she's still in that stage, like I said before, that everything is just like magical. And so yeah. we had a chance to go see some carolers after dinner and oh, wow. we took her around uh, Faneuil Hill Marketplace, which is where we went with the students yeah. for the urban adventure. And she was just running around and so excited in her dress and just like floating Aww. around. It was so cute. She's awesome. That's so sweet. Christmas <laughs> with kids is the best. It's yeah. a whole other magical thing. It really and you is. know what's funny? Like Christmas has always been my favorite time of year, hands down. Just oh, yeah? I'm the just I'm the happiest person. I decorate <laughs> everything like just to extremes. And I think people would assume that that must mean that I'm a Christian because Christmas people think is just a Christian holiday, right? Oh, interesting. Um, Yeah. But I am not. I am not religious. I just love Christmas. Yeah. But I think most people would assume that probably. They might assume that. Yeah, I think they might assume that. But in the US, at least, Christmas has become much more um, like mainstream and more of a cultural activity than a religious activity for many people, I think. Oh, totally. I think um, people from all different religions uh, sort of observe the quote-unquote holidays, yeah. right? So yeah. it's difficult to just, uh, like, if you haven't been to the States, I could understand how you might assume that because mm-hmm. you, like, you have these two facts, right? That yeah. that people love Christmas or whatever, like Christmas happens here, and it's a holiday, uh, it's a Christian holiday. So right. you put those together and you just assume, oh, if you celebrate Christmas, you're a Christian. But without yeah. having the context of what the holiday is for most people, yeah. You, yeah, you wouldn't know. Oh, interesting. This is kind of the nature of the human mind, right? Like the mind sure. to save time and save energy, save calories, yeah. right? It needs to actually put things in boxes, right? Exactly. To categorize things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's and neuroscience. Also, 
Like you don't know what you don't know. You're, That's right? true too. I've always yeah. loved that phrase. Like how how would I expect you to know these things about me or mm-hmm. my country if maybe you've never met me or you've never been here? Then how yeah. would you possibly know? Yeah. I mean, that's I think that's one of the things that we discovered last summer on the, on the trip, right? As I went across the US and then we made our course where we interviewed Americans from all over the US. I think that was one of my big takeaways, especially regarding the gun module, was that the, the the more you understand an issue in general, the more moderate you become on that issue. Like the oh, more completely. you can understand both sides because you truly understand the issue, well, from both sides. Like you understand the complexity of the issue. It's really a fine balance, isn't it? Between yeah. like g- having as much knowledge as you can, trying to be towards the center on a lot of things because you want to give people the benefit of the doubt. You want yeah. to try and understand where people are coming from and why they think these things. But the, the balance I'm talking about is being able to do that, to approach uh-huh. situations and new people like that, but also having your own strong opinions, which I also think is important. <laughs> so like trying to contain both of those in my head is sometimes mm. difficult, but yeah. that's like, that's, that's the gist of what we're talking about today because we got a, a really deep yeah. question. Yeah, listener. we we got a really good question from a listener, and I'm going to go ahead and read it because I think a lot of our listeners might be having a similar question in their mind. So you guys are going yeah. to hear this question, and you're going to want to listen up to today's episode. So I'll just dive into it. So here we yeah. go. So the listener says, hey, Lindsay, how's it going? I'm a regular listener of your podcast. All Ears English is my favorite all-time podcast indeed. Thank Woo-hoo. you for your amazing work. Wow. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So here we go. I have a question that might be sort of controversial and hard to talk about. It's about racism in the U.S. I'd like to move to America someday uh, and work in the U.S. as it's one of my dreams. I was wondering if racism is still a problem. If so, do you have any idea how bad it is? I know, of course, there can be racism in every country, even in my country, Korea. There are some people who don't like foreigners with no reason. So I'll be fine even if I meet someone who is against Asian people. People. I was wondering if there's any chance I might encounter racists there, how bad it can be and how I should react to them. Wow. I'd like to know you how what you think about this as an American. My question might be silly, but I wanted to hear your perspective or experience. Thank you in advance. Okay, great the- question. That's amazing. That's an amazing question. Yep. And that is not a silly question at all. No, um, it's a good question. No, it's fantastic. I think, I mean, anybody who's read some headlines, you know, out of yep. the States uh, mm. at any point, really, it's not just now, yeah. but at any point in our history. Yeah. yeah, of course. I mean, with our with our history, it's this context, right? Yeah. Um, if you if you start with um slavery i think there's always going to be um there's always going to be issues about racism sure. people who were treated unfairly in the past the echoes of that in the present um looking yeah. at the context of what was happening then and how pe- how they literally believed that uh black people were were not as valuable as yeah. white people it was yeah. in like it was a law right like mm-hmm. th- uh they counted as 3 quarters or a half of a person in a wow. in the census of america or something like i mean this was like legal <laughs> things that smart people believed yeah. So, yeah so i mean imagine the echoes of that of course it's 
still exists. Oh, man. And that's something that we discovered this summer, like I said, in our Deep South module, where we take you around the city of Natchez, Mississippi, and we talk about, you know, the history of slavery. We get to meet someone who is a tour guide whose family had been in Natchez literally for generations. So he did have family members who were slave owners. I think that he shared that. And he gave us a sense of the perspective back then, right? So our country has always, even if we go further back to when people came over from Europe and there were Native Americans, you better believe, right? There was some real racism there and violent actions and violent racism as well. So it goes right back to the beginning. And even um, like at that stage and after, there were uh, white people were racist against other white people. Sure. Um, like people ha- were against Irish people or right, um, right. right? Mm-hmm. or Italians as well. Like there yep. were always stages in our history where a whole group of people were not liked by a whole other group of people. Um, <laughs> but what's interesting <laughs> to me about looking like trying to trying to turn this mirror inwards, right? Like, do I ha- hold these beliefs what do what where am I coming from here um I always I think I've always I've always been liberal I've always been on the left and so I've always tried to think about the context of um African-Americans and Native Americans. And I've always tried to think of their historical context and the challenges that they face that white people don't face. White people are born into a much easier world than black people in this country still today. Mm -hmm. But until I watched that interview with the tour guide in the South, I don't think I gave the same perspective to the white racists, which I uh, understandably, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like he's explaining it in this manner where there's also this context. Like it's almost yeah. a family tradition to teach yeah. your children to not like black people. Right. It, it gives right? it a different perspective, kind of, yeah. kind of more of like from the inside out rather from the outside yeah. in. When you hear right. that, that particular tour guide, it's really interesting. So having that kind of encounter, that kind of conversation can help us. I think we need to understand the perspectives of everyone so that we can get at the problem. Yes, but you also have to know when to draw the line, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We can't talk our way out of every problem, and especially um, if it's, it's such a sort of aggressive belief, because there are a lot of racist people that are aggressive. You guys know this. You've seen mm-hmm. the news. It doesn't happen every day. It doesn't happen everywhere, but yeah. there are people that take it to extremes. Mm-hmm. Um, and so uh, like with any new situation, you have to be smart about analyzing the person and paying attention to the tone and their body language. Because yep. if it's such a deep health held belief, you're not going to change their mind. There's nothing right. you could say. And sometimes you just have to walk away. Right. So exactly. So that's what our listener is asking for today. So what in this case should our listener do if he does encounter, he or she does encounter this in the US? I mean, what are some tips that we can offer our listener here today, Jessica? Today we're talking about a heavy topic, racism in the U.S., but today is just the starting point. To really know how to respond when you encounter this in the U.S., you want to learn more about it. In the Bridge to Connection Method course, we take you to the Deep South to meet a tour guide who understands the events of the past in the Deep South. But you can get started with your first lesson for free at allearsenglish.com forward slash secrets. That's allearsenglish.com forward slash S-E-C-R-E-T-S.
I think there's a, a bold line, not a fine line. There's a bold line between a racist and a person who is naive. Mm. Because I think a lot of people make comments about other cultures and other races just because they simply don't know, right? Mm. And it's it's not like they're trying to hurt your feelings. It's not like they want to hurt you as a person. Maybe they simply don't know. And I think, guys, like, you, you're smart. I think you know if somebody really doesn't like you or (laughs) if they're just saying something that's like accidentally mean. Right. Because there's more than just what they're saying, right? There's their tone of voice. There's their body language. It's their eye contact. You know, if it's a malevolent comment or if it's just a naive comment. So, you know, when we hear kind of what would be an example of like some kind of a naive comment that someone might make, for example? So I could imagine this happening. And I honestly, I think there are seriously people in my family that would say this, that I'm like, (laughs) you know, never traveled abroad. They don't even watch foreign movies. They just Mm -hmm. like, they're all about America. So um, maybe they would assume that a Chinese person, for example, right? Mm -hmm. Maybe they would assume that this person doesn't know how to use a fork because Mm -hmm. they all they know is that you eat Chinese food with chopsticks or whatever. Mm -hmm. So like, maybe they might say something that comes across as mean, like, oh, are you sure you know how to use that? Like, if you pick mm-hmm. up a fork, and that, I get, like, that sounds mean, and it's terrible, but I think this person maybe really doesn't know, right? So, <laughs> exactly. like, that's a big difference, and I think I would imagine that, like, an aggressive comment, this person would sort of be leaning forward, their mm. face would be tense, they... Mm. Right? Like, these are the signs that that is, that's not okay. Um, Otherwise, the person maybe is like still feeling comfortable, maybe sort of laughing or has a questioning intonation. And yeah, so like, what would you do if uh, somebody made a a more or less dumb comment like that? Um, Like, how would you handle that? Yeah, well, I think that some we've talked about this at the beginning of the episode. I think that just giving a little chuckle, right, which is a laugh, can can help to lighten the mood a little bit, right? So if 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 our listener were to respond to that with aggression, you know, back at that person, or that could make the situation worse, and it could actually become aggressive, right? So we want to diffuse any potential aggression that might come out by just lightening it up, right? Not taking ourselves so seriously, okay? Exactly. Yeah. And and to bring it back to this listener's email, I think it's important to realize as well that there is racism in every country. Every country I've ever been to, there are always um, uh, misinformed beliefs about immigrants or people of other cultures. And I think to sort of realize that and to sort of be like, Okay. Like, I'm sure somebody from my country might say, you know, something kind of dumb to an American, maybe. I don't know. But yeah. yeah. So to sort of be like, "Eh, you know, it's okay. And maybe like, just have a short little chuckle. Don't like full out laugh too hard. It might seem like you're like making fun of the person. Yeah, don't laugh at them, laugh with them, right? So they should be able to laugh at themselves and you guys just laugh together. And then, you know, what could we do? We could turn it into an opportunity to build more understanding, right? Yeah, this is an opportunity for connection, believe it or not. So you could just have a short little laugh, short little chuckle, and then say something like, sorry, sorry I laughed. That that (laughs) surprised me. 
where I'm from, blah, blah, blah. And then explain it. Where I'm from, we eat with forks all the time, believe yeah. it or not. Like, <laughs> and you have to say that, right? You have to add that so you can educate this person, yes. not in a condescending way, but in a peer-to-peer way, right? So that you guys can, you know, next time maybe that person won't make a comment like that. You'll open their right. eyes a little bit. Yeah, connecting, educating, and also maybe sharing this this uh, unique experience with them, right? This mm. this cultural exchange. You could you could um, counter this person's response by saying, "It's funny you said that actually, because before I came to America, I <laughs> thought blah blah blah." Because guys, I am certain there are. Things that people believe just because they've seen lots of movies and then they come Mm -hmm. to the States and they're surprised at stuff. You know, it happens all the time. Yeah, it could be something. I mean, you know, I don't know if I would call this racism necessarily. Maybe it's just categorizing, but thinking that all Americans eat at McDonald's or or eat hamburgers (laughs) for dinner or certain activities, all that all Americans are overweight, which is certainly not the case, right? These are assumptions, right? That in some cases does lead into racism or prejudice, but it doesn't always. But it's our brain's tendency to want to categorize. I think, I think the, uh, well, hmm, like what is the difference between like these comments and racism? I think Mm. racism is assuming things that um, are like way on the negative side. Like, oh, you look like this. So there must be something really inherently wrong with you. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And I don't, I wouldn't say these are necessarily racist, but they are, they could be perceived that way. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think it's about understanding that our brain, what our brain is doing. You know, our brain is putting things into buckets and that can lead to a slippery slope. So if we're just aware of what's actually happening in the mind from a neuroscience perspective, then we're on the right track. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, totally. So guys, I think, um, you know, so just to just summarize what we're trying to get at, because it's a big topic, big conversation. Um, for this listener, for this email, well, there was a really weird sound outside just then. Sorry, I got distracted. <laughs> Maybe it's the landscapers. So, um, I think definitely come to America for sure. Don't yes. let this scare you j- just with the reality that, you know what? Yeah, there are some races here, but mm-hmm. also, honestly, they're more concentrated in some areas than others. If we're speaking right. about context, you'll mm-hmm. definitely be more likely to <laughs> yeah. run into comments like this in the certain small towns in the South, for example. Um, yeah. Right? Because of context. Nothing against yeah. Southern people. Just no. context. Yeah. Um, and, <laughs> yeah. And you can, you. I mean, you know, if you do have a choice of where you're going to be in the U.S., you could, you could think about that region, ask around and see what is the yeah. social environment there. You know, totally. it's, yeah, life in, for example, like Berkeley, California, San Francisco is right. very different from a small town in South Carolina. Yeah, exactly, okay. exactly. So don't let this like scare you. I look at it like we talked about today. This is an opportunity to share your culture, to educate someone, to make connections and really open people's eyes um, to perspectives that they haven't had the chance to see before. Yeah. And I think a big part of that is understanding our own biases, right? Which we talked about, we touched about it. And, and, you know, that is really what you guys get a chance to do when you're in our course, right? The connected communicator, because let me tell you that deep South module, we committed about a fifth of the course to, you know, to the deep South, what's going on there, what has gone on there in the past, namely slavery specifically, you hear Mm -hmm. Southern accents, Uh, just really, we dive into deep topics that are, that are related to this. 
That is an incredible module, you guys. And I think what, <laughs> just to show you how incredible some of these topics are, I, like the, it even opened Lindsay, Lindsay's mm -hmm. eyes and my eyes, mm -hmm. you know, and we're Americans. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like we were learning too. Um, awesome. There's just such a huge opportunity, not only for learning all of the perspectives we're talking about, but as, as we've said before, one of the major advantages of this is in the reflection stage of every lesson lesson where you get to turn the mirror on yourself and your own culture, right? Mm -hmm. Using this learning to also learn about yourself. So um, yeah, you'll definitely realize and research some stuff from where you're from as well that will surprise you. So it's mm -hmm. like you're learning alongside Lindsay and I about yeah. not only our culture, but your culture as well. Yeah, so cool. So cool. And the cool thing is, you know, you're also, of course, improving your ability to connect in English while you're going through these videos. You're getting the bridge to connection method, which is our special system. You can't get it anywhere else, anywhere else online or in person. And you're getting the skills you need to connect in English while you're gaining these other insights that are going to serve you in these conversations you want to have, guys. Okay, awesome. Exactly. So yeah, so Jessica, where can our listeners go to get into that course? <laughs> um, <laughs> I still, I you still remember? have only memorized the. Oh, IELTS. that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. No problem. That's so, guys, terrible. <laughs> that's okay. I need to, I need to remember this. No, it's all good. It's okay. It's okay. We'll let you slide this time. <laughs> oh, right. guys, my head is so full of so many links, and this is one of them. There's a lot of links. <laughs> But the one for today, guys, is to go on over to allearsenglish.com forward slash connection. And that's where you can choose your plan, get in, and you can start on your journey across the United States with us, with me by car. You're going to go all the way around, starting in the Rust Belt, going around down the coast of California, through the Deep South, and back up the East Coast. Super unique it's experience, amazing. guys. Very cool. All right. It's amazing. And you know what? I'm writing the link down right now <laughs> as I speak. And so next week, guys, I'm going to say it. I'm going to be on top I'm of that. I'm going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Very cool. Well, this has been, a, I mean, there's so much more that we could have done for our listener on this topic, but not in 20 minutes, right? So unfortunately, guys, these, these lessons are short and we don't have too much time, but there's other directions we could have taken them, but maybe for another day. <laughs> yeah. I mean, oh, come on. This topic could, we could talk about this for days. Oh, it's <laughs> a big one. It's a big one. Well, for, for now, thanks for hanging out, Jessica. And we'll see you back on this show next week. All right. Sounds good. Bye, Lindsay. All right. Take care. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to All Ears English. And if you need a seven or higher on your IELTS exam to achieve your life vision, then our insider method can get you there. Start with our free video series masterclass. Get video one now at allearsenglish.com forward slash I-N-S-I-D-E-R. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, then subscribe to our show on your phone or on your computer. See you next time.